everyone, welcome to the show. I have notes with me, your host for this episode. I'm Isa Badiola. Uh, I mix that up. I mix that order up. It's fine. This is this is natural. Uh, welcome <laughs> to the show. I have notes where uh, us in RT Animation uh, come together, hang out with a bunch of friends, and we talk about animation, creative industry, and Megazords. Um, I am Isa. I said this already. And joining me today, I have very special people. <laughs> Thanks for laughing, Jordan. <laughs> I'm not Carrie. It's me, Jordan. Hi. Isa, you, that intro is probably the best one so far. Oh, thank you. Uh, also, also, this is Josh, Joshua Kazemi. Yeah. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Hi. Thank you. And, Thanks for having me back. And Hannah McCarthy making her Yay! debut Hello! appearance. Hello, Hannah. It's me. First time viewer, long time fan. Uh, <laughs> just happy to be here. <laughs> wow. First Hannah... time attendee, not viewer. <laughs> I used the wrong word. <laughs> I've watched episodes. <laughs> Hannah faded into view, and I was like, wow, how nice. <laughs> so pleasant. That's Aww. what everybody like wants to see. It's just Hannah Aww, fading into view. Just Hannah fading into Literally, view. Literally, I just... When they were when I when I was asked if I would if I could be I was like I literally just want an hour to talk to Issa and Jordan yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. for just let me have that time recorded or not yeah <laughs> put, put me in coach I just want to talk to them book a Google just me start, yeah, yeah like we should just start booking time like where there's a free hour when people yeah. can hang out I mean we All have right. like designated social time we so, do. like on like what is it like wednesday or something wednesday yeah. and fridays wednesdays and fridays mm-hmm. but that's with like a big group like we should just do like smaller Small uh group, group yeah. ones yeah like idea. we were ju- we were in a meeting like an hour and a half ago that like <laughs> I know. the meeting was an hour but it ended at about 30 minutes but then we it were did. just talking for about 25 minutes it went after a little that. off the rails there was piano yeah. playing oh <laughs> that, yeah that's true oh you guys should have been to the me- one of the meetings before that because noel started off very strong oh. by talking really? about yes, does. <laughs> oh, yeah, <the> <laughs> oh hannah you don't know this okay i'd love to tell the story no. so <laughs> i've um, known about his cheese thing for years by the way <laughs> this what is like yeah. a recurring cheese thing. thing so he <laughs> i i think it was like um uh maggie was was went in and went sorry i feel like i was interrupting a conversation and austin harper goes no we were just talking about dogs and cheese and noel comes in as he does unmutes himself and says yo i got some opinions about cheese <laughs> and everyone is like all right noel go ahead and he goes i think it is totally fine it's totally acceptable if you eat cheese with something else but if you eat cheese on its own you're a sociopath <laughs> what yeah doesn't eat cheese by itself and so, Wait, multiple are we talking people, like like a big hunk of like cheese and just taking just like a bite out of it, like yeah, because that's like, pretty yeah, weird. Just cheese on its own, period. Like a slice like, of like cheese. board, like little little cheese slices. He's not yeah, down like with. He's not cheese. down with like string cheese. Nothing like that. No oh, cheese on its own. God, I wish Noel would just pop in unannounced right now. I yeah. wish. His cheese senses are tingling somewhere right now. I we're we're gonna have him on eventually, and I'm just oh gonna God, bring yes. it up again so we can be like, Noel, please start the cheese debate. I and need to I need to hear him explain it. Yeah. The great cheese I mean, debate. I think he sounds like a sociopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's projecting for sure. He's yeah. Projecting. 
<laughs> and yeah. they were like, what if you add like two different cheeses together and eat those? Is that the same thing? And I don't feel like we got a straight answer. Oh. You know? You know you know why? Because he's evasive. <laughs> yeah. Because he made this up on the spot. Yeah. He doesn't really have a stance. Yeah. <laughs> it was the funniest oh thing because it was like a Google Meets equivalent of several people are typing, like the moment yeah. he said that. Yeah. <laughs> And like and every other thing he while. added on it. Yes, like it we really talked did. about cheese for uh, quite some time. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh! That Honestly, several, I get it. This, the uh, several people are typing thing reminded me of our like fun conversation we had yesterday. Oh, Issa, yeah. In our in our I have notes topic sheet where. <laughs> East, I was I was uh, in there adding some stuff for today's show, and then like Isa also popped in and was like watching me type, and she was like she was like, oh yeah, I was gonna talk about this or something like typing that in. It was this weird conversation where like we're just typing things out as they happen, yeah. <laughs> in like it. the body of the document. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I was That's like, get out of here, Issa. And then she was like, hey, 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 hey. And I was like, delete <laughs> In it. In front of the type. Exactly. Yeah. And then um, oh my God, that's so good. she was like typing something out. And like, I knew where it was going. And I just typed, no. <laughs> yes. No way. Just real time. Just absolute real time. No. <laughs> oh, gosh. Brutal. It was a, it best, was a best fun way. Like, conversation. It was like better than texting. Honestly. Because you have to wait for people. In yeah. this case, you just see them typing out, I have an opinion, and someone yeah. goes, no, shut that down. <laughs> <laughs> you two were, like, uh, back in the old times before COVID, y'all were, yeah. like, desk mates. Did yes. you, would That's you have true. actual conversations, or would you, like, slack next to each other? Uh, both well, column depends. A and B. Yeah. <laughs> depends who we want to hear the conversation. Yes, there Great. would be a point where I oh think things would happen, and I'd look at Jordan... And then I'd start typing, the, so yeah. he would know. <laughs> well, she would be she would be in this position. Like here's here's the keyboard. She would be like this. <laughs> Look at me. And then I would like. <laughs> and she'd start typing. <laughs> uh, That's how it went. Wow. Real, <laughs> real interaction. <laughs> well, hello everyone. Good. Good to see everyone here. Hannah, this is your first time on I Have I'm, Notes. I'm thrilled. I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm nervous every time I have to talk. <laughs> well, I'm going to ask you to talk some more. Could you please? Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Could, could you please um, tell everyone what you do uh, for, or what you do as a job and uh, <laughs> what, what your day-to-day is like? Great, great question. Uh... Fun fact about me, it's a running joke at the company. My job changes every six months. Um, it keeps it fresh and exciting. Um, my my job right now, my current title is creative director. Um, I don't have a speciality like a lot of people. Uh-huh. I'm just kind of a, a gun for hire um, amongst nice. the Rooster Teeth folks. I kind of help out wherever needed. Um, so as a creative director, I'm just kind of a resource to a variety of our different teams in development, in production. Um, and my day-to-day changes every single day because it really depends on, I work on lots of different kinds of projects. Mm. So, and most of those projects are in varying states of, uh, development, production, post-production, and it really varies, but it's a lot of meetings now that we are remote. 
Um, so it's a lot of Google calls, a lot of reading through um, documents, pitch materials, scripts, um, and a lot of just talking to wonderful creative geniuses like you three. Um, oh, yeah. That's my that's my day to day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks for the compliment. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean it. You guys are great. <laughs> oh, you're great. And you're too. also the voice of Phase. Oh yes. That's also a thing that is a thing. Uh, still don't understand it, how it happens. Um, but that's a thing. I'm Phase in RVB yeah. Zero, which I'm very excited. So excited for people mm-hmm. to see. It was yeah. very, it was, really uh, cool. it was very uh, simple for us. Uh, your audition was the best one. So <laughs> that's, that's how it happened. That's how yeah. it's true. Oh God. Have you ever, have you ever done any voice acting before, or you just taken a taken a shot? None. I'd never done any before. And it was that uh, Jeb messaged me um, out of the blue when I think they had, I think they'd already sent out their call for auditions. I did not submit um, because I was like, who, me? This voice? No. Um, Hey, guys. Hey, guys. I am all over the place. Um, And I was like, this monstrosity of a voice? Absolutely not. and Jeb reached out, and I think he, he, I don't know if he was just saying this, um, but he said that Torian had asked if I would be interested um, in auditioning, because I think Torian really wanted to have people um, from lots of different parts of the company and really kind of go back to those roots of let's get a bunch of people who are kind of doing this for the first time, getting really excited about it. And I was like, if you want me to, I will, but I have (laughs) no background in this whatsoever. Um, and so I, I did, I recorded the, the characters they gave me to try, um, and then sent those in. And then they asked me to come in to do, uh, an in-person read, which is where I met Josh. It was Mm -hmm. great. (laughs) I was like, he's really getting to meet me in my anxious prime, (laughs) um, -hmm. where I was completely full throttle anxiety the entire time. Um, and I, I also fit, I had met Torian before, but only very briefly, um, and we did that and Torian basically was like, yeah, it's you We're you're going to be phased. And I was like, you don't want to like take the weekend <laughs> to think about that. Um, that's you not Torian's style. Yeah. yeah I was like, like, surely it. he's not going to do this right now. Like surely yeah. he needs to go assess some choices. And he was like, very like. I don't understand what you don't understand. Like this is, you're doing this now. And I was like, I didn't know this would happen this way. Um, So I panicked. And then I think multiple times was like, Noelle, it's not too late. It's not too late (laughs) to cancel cancel me. Um, But it was also because like, I went into those readings blind. Like I didn't know anything about Mm. um, the characters they had me reading for. And I thought for sure it wasn't going to be Faze. um, Cause she's so cool. And, and I was like, I'm a huge dork. I do not sound intimidating whatsoever. Um, and when I, especially the more time that went on and Torian shared some of the animatics and stuff he was doing with her and I got to read more of the scripts, I was like, they've made a huge mistake. They're going to regret this. She's too cool for me. Oh, I conned yeah. them. Um, so yeah, it's been very fun to, that's completely new to me. It's a completely new, um, experience and part of my, um, time here that I've never had before. Um, and it's been really amazing getting to like work with Torian and Noel and Josh and, and see all the like passion and love they're putting into that project. 
and we're all obsessed with it. Like everybody yeah. who works on it is like fully obsessed with it. <laughs> so I'm really excited for people to get to see it. Yay. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. um, when, when did you start here? Was it like 2016? 2003, I was in a garage. No. You know, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, Hannah. No, I, Hannah. no, not me. Um, I started, I believe, in 2016. Okay. Um, I had my four-year mark um, in September. Oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. Hannah, you do other creative stuff too, right? I remember. Gonna put you on blast again. Oh, no. You, you were <laughs> oh, a, no. a finalist, quarter finalist for a screen, mm -hmm. a screenwriting a script uh contest <laughs> mm -hmm. yes i thought how you've done your research <laughs> oh god it's like hot i didn't one know now. this was an interrogation <laughs> yeah. um no yes i i did i um i submitted for a screenwriting fellowship uh because i love writing i love storytelling that's honestly what i love about my job here and just in general is getting to work on um stories with different like people and different uh creatives and so writing was something i've always loved doing um but didn't really i didn't have any training or education in it i didn't go to uh film school um i didn't study screenwriting it was not something that i my school had i went to like a small liberal arts college mm -hmm. um and so i studied like creative writing but i didn't really have much uh education in that and so it was something i just started self kind of teaching um in the last couple of years i mean just from reading things other people have done um, and obviously storytelling was something i always loved um but i wrote my first screenplay my first feature a couple of years ago um and i just refined it and worked on it and it was very it was very probably the worst thing to pick as your first feature because it's like deeply personal yeah. and based on my own like experiences in college um but uh, so it was very much too close to the anything, any negative critique of it. I was like, oh, God, they hate me personally as a human because they don't like this one thing. Um, so, yeah, that was fun. But, uh, yeah, I finally worked up the kind of courage in the last year to start submitting to things. Um, and it was it was really interesting to just start getting feedback from people mm -hmm. who weren't people who knew me because mm -hmm. um, my friends, I'm always like, well, you have to be nice to me because you're my friend. <laughs> you have to say it's nice. Um, so, yeah, that is I do love writing. I'm I'm constantly bombarding again, not to make everything go back to RVB, but I'm like, Josh Noel, <laughs> I have all these questions. I have all these thoughts. I, I feel so deeply for all these characters. Let's talk about it constantly. And it was awesome. Um, it was so awesome. <laughs> At one point we were like, you know. Hannah's right. Like we need to, we need, we need to punch some of this stuff up. No, <laughs> no, it was, it's because you guys did such a good job, like building these characters, and it's something I love. Same thing with like Arsal. I've been, I've been obsessively talking to Issa and Josh about that as well. Um, you know, I think the thing that I really love about storytelling is you become so just empathetically attached to if it's a well-written story, if it's a really a uh, story that resonates, you care about the characters and uh, that's really what matters. And so when you have these characters like Arsal and the characters in Red versus Blue where, um, you know, you're really invested in them. I'm the, I grew up in fandom. So like, oh, I yeah. just go, let me live here. Let me think about this constantly. <laughs> um, so that's what I love about writing and storytelling is you get to build these worlds, play in these sandboxes um, and, sh and ideally share them with other people, like get to work on it with other people, I think is super fun. I'm ranting. Amen. 
<laughs> You're that's ranting, also, but uh, we're all agreeing. Hannah. Yeah, it's true. That's how Hannah ends all of her, like, um... I do. <laughs> she just goes, I'm so, ranting. And it's yeah. like, it's okay, sorry. Hannah. We're, sorry, we're listening. I'm talking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I talk too much. You have us enthralled. <laughs> it's, well, a storytelling. Well, Hannah. <laughs> a storyteller who talks too much. Oh. Gosh. Um, so, on our topic sheet, uh, oh, I remember. This, is, this was one of the things that Jordan and I were talking about in real time. Um, Disney canceled the theatrical release for Soul. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So it's going to premiere on Disney Plus in December. December time. Uh, but it's go not going to be $30 like Mulan. Mulan, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. what do you think happened there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I briefly talked to Jordan about this because I was like, oh, I have so many, so many thoughts. And one of them is like, I feel bad for Soul because Mm. I think Disney Mm. gave itself its own bad strategy and said, Mm. oh, we can't do that anymore. That strategy didn't work. We clearly didn't make any returns on Mulan. And it's Mm. just like, I don't know, maybe because Mulan might have been bad. So (laughs) Yeah, I don't think anybody was clamoring to spend $30 on Like, that's the thing, too, because it's just like, why would you want to ask, or why would you Mm. think that the audience would be willing to pay, like, another expensive premium on a movie that they're going to want to keep, they think they want to keep forever, even though they don't know if they like the movie enough to keep forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I will spend $5 to rent Soul for like mm. a day on Disney Plus on top of what we pay for Disney Plus subscriptions. But if this is how Disney's going to react to like the whole sub- subscription like premium basis thing, I'm like, uh, I don't know. I-, I think you just did a bad strat. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those it are... really doesn't it doesn't make any sense to me to like mm. pay $30 to have access to it on a in a program that you're already paying a monthly subscription for. Yeah. Like just put it on like Apple Movies or whatever. Like put it on the digital market space. Yeah. And yeah. and pay for it that way. Like it really is confusing. <laughs> and and yeah, if if they had done this first with Soul I probably would have been stupid enough to pay thirty dollars. <laughs> well, that's that's what I probably would have worked. Well, is there a I movie out there in. that you would have paid for? Like people talked about Black Widow being one of those movies. I would have paid thirty dollars for In the Heights. Mm. Oh yeah, the Lin Manuel mm-hmm. uh, the, sure. the musical. musical. I would pay. Yeah, I would pay thirty dollars for that. Yeah. 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 But not Mulan. Yeah. I would have done that for Hamilton. <laughs> yeah. For sure. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That, well, because well, sorry. Go ahead, Jordan. No, you you talk. I, no, no. <laughs> would you pay for a cheese? No. Whoa. Would you pay for what? Cheese? Would you pay for a cheese? I heard. I heard we were What's talking. Oh, no. Where is he? Did Get he out of here. I heard we were talking cheese. What's the Oh what's my the god, someone brought Noelle in. She is Noelle in the V-Mix right now, too. I can't, I cannot I can't believe, believe it. I can't believe. <laughs> Sam, you did this. <laughs> No, I'll explain yourself. Crafty Noel. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> Am I in? Oh, Sam, I'm in! I'm coming in! I, I feel like a wrestler. Okay. I feel like a wrestler coming in. Oh my in. god. Okay. John Cena. Oh my gosh. So, right. what is this I hear? Because I heard someone was talking about cheese, and I heard a little birdie tell me we were talking about cheese. You were the one talking about cheese. 
we need to hear this cheese rationale. Start okay. from the top. So okay, from the us. top. Okay, from the top. So so yep. how how it works is scientifically, mathematically, alphabetically, chromatically, uh, uh, chronologically. If you eat cheese with anything else, whether it be like with crackers, with some salami, pastrami, with some macaroni, whatever. As long as you eat cheese with something oh. else, it's good. It's okay in my book. But good how. Good as in it's it's so it's uh it's, it's morally, morally right. and ethically it's correct. <laughs> now, if you eat cheese by itself, I think I, I swear I've read several several pieces of literature on this matter, I think. And if you eat cheese by itself that he wrote. <laughs> yes, that I that are authored wrote, by Noel. <laughs> if you if you eat cheese by itself, I swear sociopathic tendencies you need to be looked after don't trust you so that's my that's my stance on cheese don't eat it by itself that's weird don't so like, don't do that what's your stance on like string cheese oh terrible terrible <laughs> okay. what terrible. would you like, eat string cheese in, with that was just like that's intended to be eaten or like those little are they baby bells you yes. know what they're talking oh, yeah. oh the baby baby bell. Bell. even worse even more <laughs> sketchy even more sketchy because why i don't eat those but i'm still curious it's, a, it's, it's, it's in a wax i'm not a sociopath thing. it's in a weird wax thing can't trust that can't trust any of it what? one it tastes so that's gross. what cheese comes in noel it tastes so gross but that i can't trust it either again as soon as you take it out of the wax and then you eat it with something else but if you eat it by itself can't trust you voting what you about out. wine and Kick. cheese wait what about okay so wine and cheese fine as long as there's an and or an oh, ampersand oh. You, well, that's you're, choosing, you're choosing you're so. choosing cheese and water cheese yeah. and coke yeah. What is the, yeah any cheese drink? and cheese i think i think well, well cheese and wine i think that's cultural i think that's like a sign of like you're sophisticated right so i think that's okay i think that i think that's fine but just cheese See, this by is where itself it starts to you start to get a little shaky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now you're cop. There are caveats. The ratio, yeah. like, what if you have like like chips and into into queso, and it's mostly cheese. That no, see, that's fine. That's fine because the thing is, you're still using that chip as like a as a tool, or even <laughs> as like a vessel to to so a there degree. Needs to be a vehicle. A yeah, vehicle exactly. For the it's okay. just for transport. It's for trans okay. and it's, and it's great. Except with wine. And, so yeah, the wine is yeah. Sam so, Sam yeah. said it best though. Sam said it best. He's he that it's, it's, it's about balancing out these flavors so but cheese by itself is just too much just too much but if you if you eat it with something or if you enjoy it with something else balances out really rounds it out it's ethically acceptable just throwing that out there just ethically out. acceptable. this is a ted talk yes. <laughs> yes. cheese cheese just Did eat you it bring with something, slides please what was there an incident that spurred this uh particular yeah, who hurt you yeah, yeah. Cheese. 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 which cheese which hurt cheese hurt you are you Man. lactose intolerant uh i don't think so I don't think so. I mean, like maybe if I eat like I don't know an entire pizza by myself, then that's too much for my, for my own for my <laughs> okay, own well. body. But that's I mean, about... I think most people would just get. Yeah. Sick. I, I was gonna say it's like, is it the cheese that's a problem when you eat the pizza, or is it everything else? That's, that's yeah. fair. That that's fair. That's. Fair. But the thing is, the thing that that I think is always funny is every time I go to an event with other people because I I rarely go out. Everyone always tries to get me to eat cheese by itself and i just can't do it to me maybe it's just the fact that my my taste buds just hate eating cheese 
like by itself i can't name a cheese that i eat that i'm just like oh this is amazing i'll just eat a lot of this so that's well, my you know that's fine noel it's just you don't have to like throw other people <laughs> it's just, you don't have to call them that they're <laughs> they can't be trusted i can't the thing. i can't i can't trust them to care about other people empathy <laughs> is thing. it's no, just maybe, cheese maybe. <laughs> this is a bold leap because i'm like here's that's... the thing I can't That's think of a lot of times where I've just eaten cheese by itself. Like to Jordan's point, like you take a bite out of an apple, the way See, you just like chew yeah. into a hunk of And that's cheddar, why I trust like... you, Hannah. And that's how uh, I knew. That's how I knew but... you were gonna be you're gonna be FaZe. That's how I knew. Cause I was like, I knew it. Does does FaZe eat cheese by itself? Oh, she can't. She doesn't like Josh. Josh, you wrote some stuff. She doesn't like cheese. She doesn't right. like fruit. She doesn't like <laughs> That's true. There's some it's canon true. stuff we, yeah. we can get into. Oh my god. Oh, that's great. But that was it. Uh, that was all I had. I don't know right. else how to how to exit this. Do I just like do I just duck at it? Just do like cheese. Yeah, just like Oh man. Thanks, Noel. Whisked, whisked <laughs> away by the cheese gods. Bye. Love you. Bye. He's crazy. And <laughs> all his cheese fanaticism. Yeah. I love it. He I love it. Say what you will about his stance. He believes it. Adam. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is like Hamilton, yeah. where Hamilton voted for the person that he didn't agree yeah. with, but it was because yeah. he believed yeah. in something. Yeah. If it came down, yeah. Yeah. that's right. If it came down between. Noel and Aaron Burr. <laughs> Noel has beliefs. We vote for Noel. And it doesn't even have to be cheese. politically. Like he, yeah. he just has cheese beliefs, and that's enough for Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. He will take a stand, whether the stand is valid or justified. Yeah. Just he has one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, oh. Sam, Tyler, and Mike for coordinating that. Well, while we were, while yeah, we were I saw. I see the slacks now. Yeah. yeah me too. <laughs> oh uh, no! I had my notifications off. Yeah. yeah. I just oh, kept getting pinged, and was I was amazing. like, "What is this? I don't know. I should just keep doing the show." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It can wait. Well, I don't remember what we were talking about, but I'm looking forward to watching Soul. One way or the other. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yes. H Hannah was in the middle of a thought, and then Noel went, "Are we talking about cheese?" And it's like, not. <laughs> yeah. But like, no, that's okay, Noel. It's totally what fine. I think I was gonna say. I think we were talking about just the 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 price. Mm -hmm. I, yes. I was gonna say. I think that. What I had heard when that decision came out about um, the cost for Mulan was that someone was saying it was they were extrapolating, well, generally, like, breaking down the cost of, like, a family going to the movies. Yes. It would be, you know, $40 for a family, like, more than $40, I guess. Mm -hmm. for not for me. Before. I have I have Draft House Season Pass, so I see. Movies. Well, not, <laughs> not everyone that, That's that. paying off for you right now. That's, yeah. <laughs> and, and oh, yeah. They were gracious enough to pause... For everyone. Me too. I appreciate that. <laughs> but I think that was the idea of like most of what they were anticipating was like people who would see that in theaters are yeah, I guess. they're banking on like families with kids and if they're giving you a rental for it, they're anticipating more than one person is going to watch it. So they want but again, is that the right strategy? I don't think yeah, so. Yeah. It mm. it comes down to as well, like how do you quantify like people watching everything else they put on there that was made mm. specifically for that platform like the mandalorian like right you that whole family that was watching the mandalorian does it really break down to five dollars a month or whatever it is you know mm. like 
I don't yeah. know. It seems it seems like those scales are like totally off with yeah. with putting it I on there. I don't think there. I didn't hear any other explanation for why they would they did it that way. I think they're just trying did. to. They're, I think they're just throwing I, darts at the wall and seeing what I, happens. That's a valid... I think part of it, too, is just, like, Mulan costs so much money. Yes. You know, yeah. like, they're trying to see if there's any way they can just, like, kind of make it even mm-hmm. or break even on that one. And I mean, the they're $30. also losing money. They're also everywhere losing else. money. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think it was a big uh. mistake for them to tell us when it was going to be on Disney Plus for free. You know, like, oh, that it was yeah. going to come out in December for, for everybody if you didn't People buy it early. Like, I was like, oh, well, then I'm going to wait. I can wait a couple more months for Mulan. Yeah. 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 We're in quarantine for, like, ever. Yeah. We can yeah. wait. <laughs> it's oh. nice to have something to look forward to. Yeah. yeah. Three yeah. months, that's like a week in quarantine time. <laughs> quarantine <laughs> It just flies. <laughs> time is an, is an illusion, guys. Remember. <laughs> uh, we yeah. talk about this a lot. Constantly. <laughs> um, um, do you want to talk about uh, your... Haunting of Bly Manor show that you watched? Oh, have you guys watched Haunting of Bly Manor? No. Not yet. I want to start tonight, oh. actually. I thought Josh is like excited little like, No, yes. I want to. I loved the first mm. season. It was okay. so good. I'm, I'm really scared. The Haunting of Hill House. Hannah, did you watch? No, because I'm she's, scared. She's oh. scared. <laughs> I saw like one clip of uh, the, like the long take, I think, oh, of the first yeah. season. Oh, yeah. And I did not watch the show. I think I read a summary of one of the spookies i'm not gonna say because i don't know what's considered spoilers <laughs> even spookies? though there's like a second season out yeah um about a particular female spooky in the first <laughs> season spooky. i don't know if there are that many because i didn't watch it um <laughs> but i had nightmares just from reading about the spooky oh my <laughs> god <laughs> i literally had night i couldn't sleep and i didn't watch the show so that tells you what a kind of baby i am uh-huh uh, jordan have you baby. watched the haunting stuff no i am also not a horror spooky mm. guy um i like i like spooky comedy like uh, mm. my favorite horror movie is cabin in the woods i love that oh. movie yes it's a great movie and uh yeah all, all hannah is saying the word spooky over and over and spookies I'm just sorry. Re- reminded me of the show on hbo losis spookies which Losa is a great spookies. show oh that looks that hilarious is, that show is very good I highly recommend that. I use spooky because I didn't know if, like, even saying what things were in the first. I don't know what's considered spoilers. Is that who's to say? Who's to say? Just 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 haunting. That's what that means, right? Spooky could be a ghoul. Could be a goblin. Spooky is all encompassing. Ghouls haunt. Okay. I don't know. Who's um, to say? Who's to say? So valid points all around. <laughs> I am not into horror as well, mm. but I think the biggest thing about the Haunting of Hill House, which is the first series of the this like anthology that they mm. have going on, it was so highly rated or like really talked about amongst a lot of people because a lot of people kind of equated it to like even people who don't like horror will mm. actually have. Uh, something to like about Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Because it's a cross, it's a cross genre horror. It's not just mm. like horror, it's like drama. It is about um, this family, you know, like eh, you, you've heard the spiel, Haunting mm-hmm. of Hill House. It's really good. Um, I have watched so many video essays on it because I'm the person, <laughs> I mentioned this like online, I am the person who like, if I know I'm not going to watch something, 
I will watch a video essay on it so I can just like give myself that summary, but what still you, be in the know. What did you do that for like recently? And I was telling you, just watch the thing. I want you to watch the thing. There's, was. there were so many things because I was you right to next be more to specific. you. I know. I I'm think, so sorry. I think in general, I think in general, it was Game of Thrones. Like you never watched yeah. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Because I would watch um, uh, Jonathan from The Queer Eye. He mm-hmm. would, um, he did Game of Thrones. Like he would have like his own recap episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> but those, those are, are funny. funny if you watch Game of Thrones and then watch. <laughs> <laughs> It seems like Issa would beg, beg to differ. Yeah. Funny without <laughs> watching it. Oh, yeah, that's right. I would watch this YouTube channel, New Rockstars, because they would be like, I have a breakdown of every Game of Thrones episode. And Georgia would be like, just watch Game of Thrones. I'm like, they're pointing out stuff I did. I would I would not have noticed. <laughs> so that was me. More enjoyable. <laughs> that was me in Haunting of Hill House. I actually ended up watching a Haunting of Hill House like the last like week or two, oh, wow. and I I hate spookies, uh, but I would of not of any kind of any kind. And every time I knew a spooky would happen because they were very good with um they're like uh with like ramping up kind of that terror and tension, mm. I would just look at my embroidery and start embroidering aggressively <laughs> more. And I would just go, oh, that's scary. <laughs> Into my embroidery while I'm watching with my SO. And so we ended up watching Bly Manor. And mm-hmm. since like no one else here has really watched it, so I'm not really going to talk about it beyond like the what we're talking about in terms of Hill House. And also it's, it's spooky time. It's time to talk mm-hmm. about spooky stuff. Um, uh, Josh, I don't know if this is going to color your opinion of it. Oh, man, just rewatch Hill House. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. That's me. Then, honestly, that's what I wanted to do. Is, like, is that oh, your opinion? I really want to watch the first season. Yeah. Okay, okay good to I, know. Well, so we have very rank opinions. And I say rank because rank. I usually use the term onions as opinions. So my okay. onions are very strong. Uh-huh. Are, mm-hmm. are your About onions going to make me cry? No, they'll make you... They'll make you Maybe they'll make people who like Bly Manor cry. Oh, <laughs> interesting. interesting. Because we didn't like Bly Manor. <laughs> and you finished it? We finished it. Okay. Like, All right. it, it was, uh, we were hoping, well, like, in the first episode, we were like, okay, how do we feel about this? And then we were kind of waiting for things. And then at the end, we were like, oh, we... We didn't like it. So oh, this was a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> but it was a really interesting show to talk about in terms of why we didn't like it. Mm-hmm. Because well, sometimes that's just as valuable. Like yeah. you get yeah. entertainment out of that. <laughs> the one thing that we kept talking about was how we kept comparing it to Hell House. And mm. when we were talking about it at first, like amongst each other, we we're like, is it fair to really do that comparison? Because their anthologies, like it's different, like it's a different story and stuff. But then mm. after a certain point, I was like, no, I think we have to start comparing it because mm. Hill House really set a standard for like what uh, cross genre horror can be. Mm. Um, and I feel like a lot of people I know that are into the spooky stuff and horror stuff, they will watch like horror movies and they'll be like, oh, that was okay. And it was because it might not have been scary enough for them to think, oh, that's so scary. Like, I have an emotional response. And instead, they kind of concentrate on all the other 
unfortunate failings of the movie. Like, mm. oh, the plot was like, all right, because it wasn't scary enough. Or, oh, the characters didn't really make any sense, but because it wasn't scary enough. So if mm. you have enough scary that might be good enough for you to forget <laughs> every bad thing. <laughs> so, uh, lesson learned. <laughs> well, you just weren't scared. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, Maybe that means I should watch that season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Maybe, Maybe that's an endorsement for me. <laughs> I, it, whenever you hear it, just like just look down and be like, "It's scary." Don't look, and then you, you'll know when it passes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of glad though that you didn't like it because the thing I'm I wanted to talk about is something I like a lot because yes. I think I found the show of the year. Whoa! <laughs> what for 2020? Oh um, my gosh! And Hannah, you're going to be very excited about this because that show <gasps> is, is a show I... called Ted Lasso. Yes! yes! Josh and I are the first Josh watched it too! Josh, you watch it too? Yes. I love okay. Ted Lasso. Josh and I literally wanted to start a Ted Lasso fan club yeah. at Rooster Teeth. We were like, we uh, are you the number just, one fans. We, we called the Greyhounds. Yes. <laughs> love yes. it. It's so okay. This is one of so, the things Jordan and I were, I was like, all right, yeah. Jordan, sell me. Well, I was like, now 3v1, 3v1. So so the things I want to talk about, and and this plays into how the show itself works. On paper, this show should not be good. Nobody should, nobody should want to watch this show and nobody, the show should be bad. (laughs) But so if you're not familiar, the character Ted Lasso is a character (laughs) from NBC Sports Network's promos for the uh, English Premier League, when NBC got the rights, they would do these commercials where Jason Sudeikis plays this character named Ted Lasso, who is a uh, American football coach who gets hired by a Premier League team to coach soccer. And it's just jokes about how he doesn't understand the rules of soccer and stuff. He doesn't know what offside is. He didn't know that you could mm-hmm. tie games and stuff. And when those commercials were coming, I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of funny, whatever. Mm-hmm. And now seven <laughs> years later, they come out with a show based on an NBC property that coming out on Apple TV, produced what? by Warner Brothers Television. Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't make any sense or anything, <laughs> but the show is very good and very wholesome, and it's exactly so, what yeah, we need in 2020. So, wow. so his whole thing is kind of like, everybody treats the character, who is this very optimistic, kind of like, golly gee, like, you know, I'm gonna do my best no matter what. Mm-hmm. Um, he, you know, every, everyone is immediately skeptical and yeah. he wins everyone over by just being himself. And that's what the show does as well. So in some ways it had to be Ted Lasso and it had to be <laughs> this like skepticism that everybody is presented with. And then the show wins you over, like he wins everyone in the show over as well. Yeah. Uh, it is, uh, partly created and adapted by Bill Lawrence, Bill uh, yeah. who Bill did Lawrence. Scrubs and Cougar Town. Uh, oh, and okay. probably some other stuff that I don't remember. Spin um, City. Zach Braff oh. directs an episode, <laughs> which is pretty interesting. Um, but the show is the show is great. I we yeah. I watched all ten episodes. My wife doesn't even care about soccer. I love soccer, but like she doesn't care, do. and she loved the show. <laughs> so yeah, uh, highly recommend. I think it's the show of the year. Uh, I agree. Wow, yeah. super <laughs> positive and like. 
and it's just so nice. And um, there's a bit where like every morning he brings the owner of the, the of the biscuits. club. Oh the, yeah, these the biscuits. biscuits. Yeah, and she loves them so much. Um, and she's like trying to figure out where he's getting them, but it turns out like at the end of the episode, it's revealed he's just making them for her. That's um, so sweet. But that recipe is online, and Holly <gasps> made some, and they're pretty good. Whoa! <laughs> yeah. takes Jordan like, is you, so prepared. You were prepared for this. Oh my god! Well, like man. like that like one one cut he did. Oh man! Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> Show of the year. I, I shut that up earlier. You know, I had to <laughs> and do a You're hot really excited. Gosh, really excited. Wow. You're really so, excited. I'll slack you, uh, Hannah and Josh, the recipe yes. for you. Yes, please. <laughs> Thank you. Oh God, seriously. Yeah, it's, it's an absolute delight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just it's so... It's Apple TV, right? Apple TV yeah. Plus, yeah. yeah. Apple TV okay. Plus. And all 10 episodes are out. Mm-hmm. Just get a free it. trial if you don't have it. Just knock it out okay. you can you can knock it's, it out in like two days and it's, at and most. it's yeah it's a super easy fun watch and i think i was talking to i forget who i was talking to about it but i was saying that um what i love about it is he is basically paddington in human form and everyone knows <laughs> how obsessed <laughs> I am oh my with god mm-hmm. and it's really fascinating from like if you want to talk about from like a character study perspective He's a he's a type of character I feel like you don't see that often, and that's mm. not to say he won't change. But at least in this first season, he's really like a flat art character. He really yeah. doesn't change. Oh. As he's he's kind of affecting the everyone around else. Him. Exactly, yeah. oh, which is exactly how Paddington is, where Paddington <laughs> comes into the, the this context of the story with a set of ideals and morals and um, a perspective, and is challenged by everyone around him. And ultimately, he holds fast to those ideas and perspectives, and the people around him are influenced in a positive way by him. Yeah. And Ted Lasso is very much the same, and I feel like you don't see that very often. Mm. Um, and particularly, maybe I'm wrong, but like particularly with characters that are like older characters, like mm-hmm. I just he. It's really interesting the way they write his character, where you're not expecting him. There's no like, there's no ounce of cynicism yeah, directed yeah. at him for being and this this person and it's he really has, refreshing he has other things going on in his life that are yeah. like, mm-hmm. like revealed in the first episode and stuff that it's like how are you always so positive but you know yeah. like as you go on like you learn more about him and like you know he's just he's just, he's just a good coach <laughs> it, does, it does a good job of building out the the tertiary characters too mm-hmm. like yeah mm-hmm. even you start the loving all of the other characters yeah you're too. like i love this football team and i oh, want them to be I would, successful i would die for sam like, <laughs> yeah and, and danny rojas <laughs> i know it's, it's really it's really sweet and i think it's it's great because they um they explore lots of different types of personalities mm-hmm. and a lot of different which, which ways is kind of conflict kind of what ah. you get as a as a coach you know or like mm-hmm. a manager you it's a bunch of different personalities coming together you need to manage uh and inspire you know and you gotta and the, tackle them in different ways and it's mm-hmm. a bunch of people from all over the world coming together mm-hmm. uh from different backgrounds and they got different personalities and you know how do they clash and stuff like the two main uh, player characters like they just hate each other <laughs> so much. but even then there's like really great examinations of like how they interact with each other and why yeah. they have the animosity that they have and and you know it, it's interesting the characters the journeys of the main journeys you get to see of character development are in these kind of side characters mm-hmm. and mm. even like I, there's only 
really two primary female characters um, mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. show. It's it's a men's football team, so it's not that hard to under, you know expect. But I love both of those female characters. I, and I love so their relationship much. that yeah. they their have. Their relationship to, is yeah. so good, so good. And it, it could have easily been something entirely different. Yeah. Um, and the way they build them together is just so wonderful. Um, it's just a and Juno super... Temple's just delightful. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, She's yeah. great. I could literally talk about it forever. <laughs> so, Issa, you have to watch it. Even, okay. even, even though it's a show about a soccer manager managing his his soccer team in england you're gonna like it <laughs> i really think you will it's very i great. so i'm actually curious josh how did you come across ted lasso uh it's the bill lawrence of it all uh, <laughs> I, okay. I love yep. i love scrubs a lot i really liked spin city the show he did before that with michael j fox um oh. and because bill is like he's just he has this commitment in his sitcoms to be like We'll do big, broad comedy, but we're also going to try to make you cry at the same time. And he mm-hmm. did that really well in Scrubs because mm-hmm. it took place in a hospital. Like, it just lended itself to that really well. But mm. that's the thing he did really well in Ted Lasso. Like, it's really funny and really broad at times, and it's about football. But, like, almost <laughs> every episode, like, brought me to tears at some point or another. Especially, like, that yeah. last episode. The oh, last God. episode. So beautiful <laughs> and, like, heartwarming. It's like this giant, warm hug that we all need in 2020 and yeah yeah it's just it's so it's so good and y'all said so much so many good things about it it's like yeah to echo everything y'all said it's just like this beautiful warm hug we all need (laughs) oh i think it's so everything else is so cynical having something that's really wholesome and positive is like Mm -hmm. so desperately needed yeah i was gonna say like there's this when um hannah you mentioned yeah or hannah you had and Jordan both mentioned like this character of Ted, um, just kind of this being almost this like center of optimism and everyone else around him kind of changes. It reminds me so much of how a lot of like big award-winning TV um, mm. in the past decade or so has been like actually the opposite. It's always about mm, these yep. characters who are such assholes or like yeah. these huge it's gravity all about anti-heroes, wells. Yeah. Yeah. And like, th- actually the one thing I think a lot about, um, or I have been because I've been watching video essays of a show I've never seen. Um, <laughs> is, uh, Bojack Horseman. Bad. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which everyone, every uh, video essay always starts well off with, why are you watching this if you haven't watched BoJack Horseman? Watch BoJack Horseman. And I'm like, I don't know. I'd rather just watch people talk about BoJack Horseman. Yeah. But it, it seems like, you know, and considering everyone really, um, they, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? They will also kind of die on this hill of like BoJack Horseman is one of the best animated mm-hmm. series ever. Yeah. Um, his character is like kind of it sounds almost like the complete opposite of ted lasso of how Mm. this person is just this constant cycle of cynicism and pessimism um or this horse i should say Uh, (laughs) horseman horseman yeah that's right horseman um and how everyone around him is kind of influenced uh on at some point they have been influenced by cynicism. And it reminds me a lot of like all these other shows that are always about these assholes who everyone, the, the catharsis is supposed to be when they change. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess my, my thought to that is like, but why should I care about these assholes mm-hmm. from the get go who have no, like there's no stake for them for me to care about, mm-hmm. I guess. And then here's, as you guys are explaining Ted Lasso, I was like, Oh, you know, no, no, this, this, this does sound like something I'd be, 
I'd probably like a lot. So, if you're okay. if you're burnt out by like all those mm-hmm. other types of shows, this yeah. will be a breath of fresh air. That's yeah. a thing too. That's one thing that I thought was so exciting about Ted is like I think it's continuing this trend that maybe like started around Parks and Rec and the yeah. Good Place. Oh, yeah, yes. of like we can have optimism in comedy. It doesn't have yeah. to be like it's yeah, yeah you don't have to point out like oh man life's a dragon so yeah, everyone we know that is, mm. we're aware trust me very aware yeah. we're aware <laughs> i don't need the media i consume to bum me out too yes yeah it's true <laughs> no but it's and i think that's the, the important thing too josh is like it's funny it's yeah. so mm-hmm. funny like i laugh out loud watching that show oh, which yeah. i think a lot of people think like some humor has to if it's cynical it punches down and it's it's kind of mean spirited yeah no this one definitely does and it's not like that at all it's the genuine interactions between these really like three-dimensional characters that they've Mm -hmm. created and it's about the relationships that these characters are building and i think jordan said it really well what's so successful about the show is like i feel like you as a viewer come into it very incredulous mm-hmm. you're like yeah, oh, that's true. how yeah. does this work how am i gonna root for this guy like this guy's yeah. a total dweeb like, it's like why is this weird. even like, a show why, yeah why is he even why is he so positive like he's this is annoying but mm-hmm. just like all of the characters in the show like you get won over by him mm-hmm. and it's a mirror to the the way that everything is going on in the show you find yourself as a viewer being like oh, he's sucking me in i'm yeah. endeared i'm oh, so no, endeared yeah. <laughs> it's you like know? oh no i i like him oh no now. i yeah. care oh no he's adorable <laughs> oh no they all care about each other so much like it's really yeah. really nice and i think it's it's very much a uh, a very positive way to look at how you can deal with conflict even down to like the funny things of like when they were talking about relegation, mm-hmm. when they were explaining relegation, and the the British players are like, "Wait, so what happens in America when you're relegated?" <laughs> and he's like, "Well, we just we, play out the rest of our games, and yeah. that's pretty much it." <laughs> yeah, like, no, we, no, we don't have that. They just we they don't just, have that. They just they go just along with the rest of their season in uh, in half yeah. empty stadiums. <laughs> it's just nice to to see how you know they address like, and they do address some like heavy topics in it, um, and it's just really well done. Yeah. So basically, Ted Lasso, please give us our own podcast to talk about Ted Lasso. <laughs> yeah. Do it forever. That'd be great. Um, also, I, this is—I don't know if this is worth mentioning—but Bill Lawrence went to the same college as me, so he also didn't go to film school and made some of the wow. greatest shows yeah. I've seen. There you go. Oh, so Ooh, jealous. Interesting. Really awesome. cool. And he's a super nice dude. I have met him one time, and he was amazing. Wow. Even, even better news—it's been renewed for season two already. Which is, oh! I'm so excited. I was terrified yeah. if nothing would come of it because, like, I don't know how many people are watching it, but it's yeah. had such good critical response. That was my hope. Yeah. I mean, the I reason that it had been renewed, that's exciting. I saw you, like, prattling on about it on Twitter, and I was like, okay, cool. That's that's nice. <laughs> prattling on. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, I'm, I'm ranting. <laughs> I am the woman who wrote a literal art, like, a, a an article about Paddington that was like. <laughs> put onto the internet about why it was amazing so i'm not ashamed but um, but it's um that. it is getting a lot of like discussion on like i listen to like two soccer podcasts and like both oh, of them wow. have brought it up yeah and like oh, that's how funny. much they love it and it's like well okay like but but it's not even about the soccer part of it like yeah. the soccer yeah. is just the it's just the dress setting like it's the platform yeah. and like it's the hospital for like a medical drama exactly yeah, just yeah. Like yeah. In the background yeah yeah, yeah. i wonder if they're... soccer fans would like not enjoy it as much because no i like it. the backdrop but that's good to hear yeah yeah they, there's some like little nods and jokes here and there for like the 
the known soccer fan, but like, mm-hmm. like the song they play uh, in the last episode. Um, man, I don't want to, the the what it's you'll never walk alone. You're, I that, was I was wondering when they were saying you'll ne- doing you'll never walk alone. Yeah, that is a Arsenal. song sung by Liverpool. Uh, Liverpool, which is which it. is my favorite soccer team. <laughs> so I like that moment was even, was even he was like, more strong. Yeah. Oh <laughs> it's so good. Oh, that's so. nice. Yeah. I'll watch Spookies if you watch soccer. There you so go. <laughs> I'll trade you too. I'll trade you soccer's for spookies. Soccer for spookies. <laughs> oh that's a good that's a good episode title, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Suckers for spookies. Oh, it will make great. no sense to anyone but us. <laughs> but us. Until they watch this. <laughs> I, I wish you would watch Hill, Hill House, though. I, it's a spookier one. But That's the it's first beca- season, right? Hill House is yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Because it is legitimately like, oh, that is a spooky worth watching, Hannah. She's going to okay. get nightmares. I, you will get nightmares. It's ah! okay. <laughs> <laughs> There, I, it's not a very oh, fair man. trade. <laughs> I, you can have like an episode of Hill yeah. House, an episode of Ted, episode of Hill yeah. House, oh. episode of Ted. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm also, I'm watching My Hero Academia, which is oh, also like uh, equal parts really uplifting and delightful. And then other parts, like I am literally screaming <laughs> oh, yeah. in my apartment. So like it's oh, yeah. a, good, a, a good balance, I feel like, of the two. So. Hannah, Hannah feels everything. I feel everything <laughs> so deeply. That is why I relate to Dick, who I was like, I cry over everything. <laughs> oh God, I feel everything deeply, and that's why I'm just. I also have a vivid imagination, which is why horror really gets me. Because I'm like, I can imagine someone yeah. standing they, in front of my bed. Yeah, behind behind my closed eyes, I know they're there, even though they're not. Like that yeah, situation was very specific to Hill House, by the way. <laughs> that's because I'm talking about the spooky that I had nightmares about that I didn't watch. <laughs> That's why. That's the nightmare I had. Hannah, would you check mark? Would you prefer like they always say like oh they don't show like the monster or anything because what your imagination comes up with is so much worse. So would you prefer them to just show the scary thing so that your imagination doesn't have to do the work? I think the thing that scares me about Hill House is the fact that like I always like a lot of media. If I don't watch it, I get it sort of like through osmosis on social media. Oh yeah. So it's like I just see like tweets about it or like to your point Issa like video essays and the like oh there's like here's the 15 hidden ghost like ghosts oh, yes. in the background and I'm like yeah. that's my nightmare <laughs> <laughs> that they're just gonna appear and I'm gonna <laughs> notice them but it's not gonna be acknowledged and then I'm gonna I, be walking around my apartment going where are they <laughs> you know I have to I have to I feel like Hill House is kind of not ruined horror for me but it has made me seen it or i the metaphor i always use is like it has made me see the zipper of mm. the monster creature mm. and that example i use because that was a specific episode in doug where oh. um oh, doug right. was so afraid of watching <laughs> this horror one. movie yeah, and it turns out, like, he taped his eyes open, and it turns out he just started laughing because he saw because it's the so monster bad. had a zipper. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel, yeah, it's it's one of those things. After, like, seeing Bly Banner, I was just like, oh, I you understand. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> I understand what's scary to me now. Mm. And some of the other stuff is not as scary. Um, so my essay's trying to get me to watch The Conjuring, and I was like, not yet. <laughs> like, maybe next week when I'm strong. <laughs> I 
feel like the closer it is to being well that's probably the entire thesis of horror like the closer to being feasible it is the more terrifying it is yeah Um, because it's more easily accessible to our imagination we're like i could see that happening whereas like you know a big gruesome monster is still scary but to me it's not as frightening as like something lurking in your home yes you know that's what's the that spooky be- what's that behind you hannah don't talk about angela <laughs> lansbury like that i think i just, I think I just saw angela angela's move great angela's not moving don't is say that, that is that the murder she wrote board game it sure is the murder she wrote board game as soon as laura got it i was like i need this <laughs> I created an eBay account just to get that one. That's amazing. I love it so much. She does just loom over my shoulder. Is is it like Clue? How does it work? Oh, yeah, that's right. It it is kind of like Clue. Sorry, what were you going to say? I was just going to say, Hannah, you're my Ted Lasso at this point. (laughs) That is the greatest single compliment I've ever received. Hannah, I would go as far as to say you're, you're the Ted Lasso of this entire company. That's egregious. Aww. That's too. Nope. I can't accept it. It's too kind. It's too much. I will be I, the I the assistant coach who's trying. <laughs> coach Beard. Co- well, Nate. not even Coach Beard. I wish I could be Coach Beard. Coach Beard is cool. Um, oh my god, well, I can't remember his name. The cute guy Nate. who's Nate. Coach Nate. Yeah, yes. Coach Nate. I'm Nate. I'm trying my best, and I don't succeed very often. I get. Oh my god, Issa, this should get you to watch the show. Literally, Coach Nate tries so hard, and he's the one who helps load bags into the buses when they go on like away games. And he got bumped inside and locked into it, and he just had to sit in the undercarriage of the bus, and he fell asleep, curled up in a little ball. And it's the most adorable <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Cause he's so sweet. That's so sad. It is. He was fine. They were yeah. looking for him. They got him. Okay. It's fine. That's so sad. It works out for him. Yeah. It works out in the yeah. end, trust me. He's adorable. <laughs> Nate is like honestly also the heart and soul of that show. I love yeah. him so much. Oh, uh I've been convinced. I will give a uh, book report to you guys back in like yes. No, yes. I wouldn't say a week, but you know, yes. within the month because it's to... the month of spookies. Yeah, it's spooky month. So, feel, spooky yeah. month. so I need like... a Ted Lasso. Feel free to like live slack us as you watch too. Oh, yes. that's a great idea. <laughs> that's a great yes, idea. Please, I would that's be so happy. Great. That would be amazing. It, you're gonna I go from like, why is he so here. happy all the time? I hate it too. <laughs> Man, Ted, he just he just tries his best. <laughs> I, I have I do have everyone's phone number in here, right? Hannah, I might not have yours. I'm just gonna start uh, start a group text and uh, we'll just it. rename yeah. it like the Ted Lasso podcast. <gasps> yes. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> Be so happy. Uh. Well, I think that's a great place to end on. Han- when <laughs> Hannah's happy. <laughs> I'm just like, like I said, I literally would pay to just spend time with you guys. So the fact that you were like, you want to come talk? I was like, I'll do it anytime. Hey, let's get a cameo. <laughs> like Hannah. Yes. Yeah, I would pay to talk to you guys every week. I love how you offered to do it for free at the beginning of this. <laughs> Just find time on our calendars, and I'm like, I will pay you for your friendship. Oh, good to know. Well, Josh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Jordan, Josh, and Hannah for this episode thank of you. I Have Notes. It was awesome. very good. I love talking <laughs> about stuff with you guys, and it was very fun. Um, and thank you, audience, for joining in and listening to us. If you guys like us, uh, feel free to do that thumb (laughs) and if you have a note go ahead feel free to leave a comment 
about any notes that you have for us because this is the show called I Have Notes. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see you next time.